Hey, Joy and Conversation listeners. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a moment to share some amazing news. You may have noticed that we've released fewer episodes in recent months, but don't worry, Joy and Conversation isn't going anywhere. We're not fading away. In fact, we're undergoing a transformation in the full realization of our vision. We started with the vision to educate and to make Jewish history and culture more accessible and intriguing, especially to non-academic audiences. We wanted people to see Jewish people as pluralistic and dynamic, as a global people whose identities evolve, adapt, and take on different forms of expressiveness. Importantly, we wanted to focus on stories of Jewish joy. This is where humanity lies. This is where compassion is cultivated. And now, this mission, well, it's being taken to new heights. Joy in Conversation is now the audio experience of Project Mosaics. And Project Mosaics is our newly established 501c3 nonprofit. In the coming months and years, we'll continue to produce our podcast, but we'll also be developing resources for teaching and learning so that Jewish history, culture, identity, and arts can be more thoroughly integrated into classrooms. The podcast is for everyone, but Project Mosaics is focusing on what is taught in schools. Our form of education is grounded in multiculturalism and is culturally affirming. Project Mosaics exists to make Jewish history and culture more central to what is taught in our schools, because this history shouldn't remain unknown. So if you want to know more about our new nonprofit, Project Mosaics, visit the website, projectmosaics.org. And if you want to see this mission become a thriving and sustained reality in schools, if you want to see more Jewish history as part of an inclusive curriculum, consider donating. Your support is vital to making this work possible. So please visit projectmosaics.org. Tell a friend, tell a stranger, make a donation, and continue helping us take this vision and bring it into the world. Help Project Mosaics connect the pieces of Jewish history. Okay, so now on with the episode. I'm here with another bonus episode, another installment in our Voices from the Archive series. These bonus episodes are our way of thanking all of you for your support. They're an opportunity for us to do more than just talk about history and culture. They're short moments when we actually get to listen to voices from the past. We're offering these voices from the archives as a gesture of appreciation for all of you who are listening, and we ask that you continue to listen because we're just getting started with joint conversation. We have so many more topics to discuss. So if you like what you hear, do us a favor. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. Share an episode or two with your booby, your Zeta, your Abba, or your Baba, or maybe even the person sitting next to you on the train. We're committed to producing a podcast that's all about teaching and learning, that's all about celebrating the diversity of Jewish history while challenging ourselves to expand our understanding of what it means to be Jewish and the stories that we tell about Jewish people, past and present. We want to grow, and you can help us with that. If you're a teacher, consider bringing these episodes into your classroom. If you're a professor and you assign the scholarship of any of our guests, consider adding an episode or two to your syllabus. 
If you're a curious learner, talk about our episodes over dinner with friends and family, or mention it at your next book group meeting, or whatever it is that passes as your proverbial water cooler these days. All that matters is that you continue to listen, share, learn, and celebrate what it is that we're doing here with these episodes at Joy and Conversation. Okay, so with all of that out of the way, enjoy this installment of Voices from the Archives. This installment was inspired by our recent episode, A Hebrew Humanist, which is all about Martin Buber's philosophy, Zionism, and aspirations for binational relations between Jews and Arabs in the land of two peoples. So enjoy this reading of some of Martin Buber's writings, excerpted from his seminal work of original philosophical thought, Ich und Du, I and Thou, and his essays and letters about Zionism and Jewish-Arab relations, compiled in the volume, A Land of Two Peoples. These excerpts of Buber's writings are read by Josh Friedman. Yalla, let's continue learning together. I contemplate a tree. I can accept it as a picture, a rigid pillar in a flood of light, or splashes of green traversed by the gentleness of the blue-silver ground. I can feel it as movement, the flowing veins around the sturdy, striving core, and the sucking of the roots, the breathing of the leaves, the infinite commerce with earth and air, and the growing itself in its darkness. I can assign it to a species and observe it as an instance with an eye to its construction and its way of life. I can overcome its uniqueness and form so rigorously that I recognize it only as an expression of the law, those laws according to which a constant opposition of forces is continually adjusted, or those laws according to which the elements mix and separate. I can dissolve it into a number, into a pure relation between numbers, and eternalize it. Throughout all of this, the tree remains my object and has its place and its time span, its kind and condition. But it can also happen, if will and grace are joined, that as I contemplate the tree, I am drawn into a relation and the tree ceases to be an it. The power of exclusiveness has seized me. This does not require me to forgo any of the modes of contemplation. There's nothing that I must not see in order to see it and there is no knowledge that I must forget. Rather, is everything, picture and movement, species and instance, law and number, included and inseparably fused. Whatever belongs to the tree is included. Its form and its mechanics, its color and its chemistry, its conversation with the elements and its conversation with the stars. All this in its entirety. The tree is no impression, no play of my imagination, no aspect of mood. It confronts me bodily and has to deal with me as I must deal with it, only differently. One should not try to dilute the meaning of the relation. Relation is reciprocity. Does the tree then have consciousness similar to our own? I have no experience of that. But thinking that you have brought this off in your own case, must you again divide the indivisible? What I encounter is neither the soul of a tree, nor a dryad, but the tree itself. I do not think about a Jewish state with cannons, flags, and military decorations, not even as a dream. What it will become 
depends on those who create it. And precisely for this reason, people like me, who are of human and humane disposition, must take a decisive part here, where human beings are once again granted the opportunity of building a community. A great event in their history molded the Jews into a people. It was when the Jewish tribes were freed from the bondage of Egypt, but it required a great inner transformation to make them into a nation. From the very beginning of the diaspora, the uniqueness of Judaism became apparent in a very special way. In other nations, the national powers in themselves vouch for the survival of the people. In Judaism, this guarantee is given by another power which makes the Jews more than a nation, the membership in a community of faith. But this inner bond grew more and more insecure. Israel cannot be healed by severing the concepts of people and community of faith, but only by setting up a new order. A Jewish national community in Palestine is a station in this healing process. Our national desire to renew the life of the people of Israel in their ancient homeland is not aimed against any other people. We do not aspire to return to the land of Israel with which we have inseparable historical and spiritual ties in order to suppress another people or to dominate them. In this land, there is room both for us and for its present inhabitants. Our return to the land of Israel will not be achieved at the expense of other people's rights. By establishing a just alliance with the Arab peoples, we wish to turn our common dwelling place into a community that will flourish and whose progress would bring each of these people unhampered, independent development. In discussing the Arab question, one must focus on the facts with utter earnestness and clarity. Let us bear in mind that the other nations regarded us and in some places still do, as alien and inferior. Let us beware of considering and behaving toward anyone who is foreign and as yet insufficiently known to us as if he were inferior. Let us beware of doing ourselves what has been done to us. We need the ability to put ourselves in the place of the other individual, the stranger, and to make his soul ours. Independence of one's own must not be gained at the expense of another's independence. Jewish settlement must oust no Arab peasant. Jewish immigration must not cause the political status of the present inhabitants to deteriorate. The tradition of justice is directed towards the future of this country as a whole, as well as towards the future of the Jewish people. A regenerated Jewish people in Palestine has not only to aim at living peacefully together with the Arab people, but also at a comprehensive cooperation with it in opening and developing the country. Such cooperation is an indispensable condition for the lasting success of the great work, of the redemption of this land. The Jewish people, which is renewing itself at this juncture in the history of Palestine, is in need of a strong and developed autonomy. It needs not only the opportunity freely to preserve and develop its ancient modern Hebrew culture, but also the opportunity to determine for itself and to develop freely those social forms 
that will facilitate social renewal in a spirit of harmony and cooperation. The Arab people in Palestine is also in need of strong and developed autonomy, but it is not necessary that either of these peoples ever prevent or interfere with the free growth of the spiritual and social values of the other. The yearnings of the people of Israel for a renewal of its independence have been fulfilled in the form of a modern state. This historical fact confronts Judaism with the gravest crisis of its history. There can be no peace between Jews and Arabs that is only a cessation of war. There can only be a peace of genuine cooperation. Today, under such manifold, aggravated circumstances, the command of the Spirit is still to prepare the way for the cooperation of peoples. In order that so immense a work, an unprecedented work, in fact, may succeed, it is indeed necessary that spiritual representatives of the two people enter into a true dialogue with one another, a dialogue based on shared sincerity and mutual recognition. If here and now, a dialogue between such persons will come about, its significance will spread far beyond the boundaries of the Near East. It may show whether in this late hour of history, the spirit of humankind can influence our destiny. Special thanks to Josh Friedman for lending his voice and talents to this episode and reading these excerpts from Ich und Du in a land of two peoples. Josh is a songwriter, performer, and producer. Learn more about his work at thatoneeyedkid.com. Listen to our full episode about Martin Buber, a Hebrew humanist. To learn more about Buber as a philosopher, unconventional Zionist, and proponent of binationalism between Jews and Arabs, it features Penn State Associate Professor of Philosophy and Jewish Studies, Nicholas DeWarren. Thanks as always to Nico Rivers for music supervision, as well as mixing and mastering joint conversation. To learn more about Nico's work as a composer, visit nicorivers.com. And to learn about his work in film and audio production, visit auraformaudio.com. That's A-U-R-A-F-O-R-M audio.com. Alec Hudson is responsible for our graphic design and Klezmer theme song. Thanks to Alec for his talents and creativity. To learn more about Alec's designs, visit warbirdcreative.com. And for his music, visit alechudson.com. Our website design is by Jacob Lazaro. Our episodes feature music by the Boston-based Sephardic band, Voice of the Turtle. The group is no longer active, but their music is on Spotify, and their website remains a trove of Sephardic sounds. Listen and learn more at voiceoftheturtle.com. We also feature the music of Ezekiel's Wheels. Thanks to the band and Abigail Reisman for making that happen. Learn more about Ezekiel's Wheels at ewklesmer.com. Thanks also to Blue Dot Sessions for making high quality music available for creatives everywhere. And thanks again to you, our audience, for your time and curiosity. Stay engaged with Joy in Conversation by subscribing on your podcast platform of choice and by visiting our website, joyinconversationpodcast.com. And remember, Joy in Conversation is still independent 
but it's now the audio experience for Project Mosaics, an education nonprofit dedicated to promoting humanities education that elevates and centers Jewish histories, cultures, arts, and identities through the creation of digital multimedia content in order to illuminate the plurality of Jewish voices and experiences from around the world in classrooms right here at home. Consider donating to Project Mosaics to help us create content for teachers and students that is multicultural and culturally affirming. Support Project Mosaics and help us connect the pieces of Jewish history. Learn more at projectmosaics.org. Beshuvaku, we'll see you next time.